This is a Rooster Teeth production. Is your voice okay? Is your voice okay? Yeah. <clears throat> Probably shouldn't <clears throat> release the mustard gas right before the recording. <clears throat> I know. It's, it's, there's like high pollen in hell right now, too. <clears throat> uh, uh, good morning from hell. It's your good friend Clayton, uh, brother Satan, uh, leader of Hell's Armies here on my show, Good Morning from Hell, uh, with my co-host and best friend in the whole wide hell, Chris. Say hello, Chris. Hi, uh, so I died about a year and a half ago, and since then, my eternal punishment has been doing this podcast where we interview everyone in hell. That's right. Actually, we need to do a quick update on uh-huh. how many people we've interviewed and how many we have left. Let me see. I'm going to pull out the computers, do some math, calculations. All right, carry the one, typing sound effects. Okay, and it <laughs> looks like we've gotten point zero 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 one percent of the way through. Uh, oh. It just blipped down to point zero 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 one percent because more people wow. keep dying. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, we're we're well on our way, Chris. We're gonna get well there someday. Well on our way. That's right. I guess the only way to finish would be as if just like the world ended, huh? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Which you know we've got plans for that, but it's oh, still yeah. in the works, still in the early stages. We're still working on it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Chris, what, what what kind of updates do we have for the audience? I think we got some things coming up that we can promote right now. Yeah. 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 We actually have. I mean, the, what the biggest live event in hell uh i mean it's the biggest dead event in hell but yeah sorry yes but uh yeah it's this show but better yeah it's called uh life from hell an interactive game show hextravaganza uh on may 28th uh it's gonna be me clayton and some very special guests we're we're gonna have a, a once in an after lifetime experience where you uh the audience uh Run the show and compete for prizes. We're going to have a game show, special guests, followed by a live recording of this show, and most exciting of all, the thing that everyone always wants is Q&A. That's right. You know, my favorite part about doing this show is they approach us, and they're like, hey, we want you two gentlemen to make this show. And then, uh, you know, you and I looked at each other, and we're like, do we want to actually write an entire show? I mean, sure, we could come up with all this content, but, like, how about we twist it, do some marketing bullshit where we say, oh, no, it's in the audience's hand. They're in control. <laughs> and then now we don't have to do the work. So the audience, do the work for us. Come to the show. It's going to be a great time. Yeah. A lot of Chris torture, a lot of special, special guests. Yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be a blast. And prizes. You can win. It's a, a digital event, so you can uh, get tickets at a... Uh, We'll have a link in the show notes under our uh, link tree. So go check that out. It's going to be absolute torture. Yeah. Absolute torture. For your amusement. Oh, oh, yes. And it's going to be a modern day gladiators, not American gladiators. Different thing. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a very real, very actual show that we really need you to come support us on. Uh, And we also have a fictional show that we're going to promote today on the episode. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And and, uh, what is that? Uh, We're just going to glaze over that subject because we don't want to break the canon of the show. Uh, We Uh have a new uh, The Dungeon Fest. It's it's, it's here. It's in hell. It's uh, it's time. It's that time of year. Dungeon Fest. Dungeon Fest. And I don't know if this is because I'm, you know, relatively new or because 
Well, I've never heard of it. I've oh, never dun- heard of Dungeon Fest. Never heard of Dungeon Fest? No. Oh, man, it's, it's great. Uh, we, you know, hell is filled with dungeons. You know, we're all yeah. about torture. We're all about sending droves of idiots into these dungeons to get, you know, brutally mauled and stuff like that. But we want to give them the chance, the, you know, the, the illusion that they have control over their situation. Um, but these dungeons are r- ruled by the most ruthless dungeon masters. Uh-huh. And uh, these guys, they, they pull no punches. They're very smart guys. So basically, Dungeon Fest is where all of hell's biggest dungeon masters compete to see who has the best dungeon. And I assume by best, you mean worst. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. We want, we want the most creative dungeons. We want the bloodiest dungeons. We want mm. the smelliest dungeons, the stinkiest dungeons. Uh, so we're bringing on uh, last year's uh, Dungeon Fest winner, you know, he might be a two-timer. He might get uh, Dungeon Master of the Year twice in a row. So, hey, uh, Damon the Demon Dungeon Master, come on in. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm Damon. I'm a big fan. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Damon. Hey, welcome. Welcome to the show. Hey, uh, yeah, Damon. So you you are a Dungeon Master. You know, I, I've stumbled past a few dungeons in hell. I've just been so busy being... T- tortured elsewhere i haven't had the chance to go into one so like, what is that experience like oh that's a real shame you should come down to my place the dungeonarium we'll uh we'll take real good care of you we'll uh we'll we'll show you the ropes literally um <laughs> well you know there's a, a whole lot of ins and outs you know uh lots lots goes in behind the scenes into dungeon mastering you gotta mm-hmm. you know create the stage uh create a, a sense of fear uh kind of you know uh, get everything ready in order. That way, when people come uh, through the dungeon, you know you kind of want them to feel like they have a, a hand in what's going to happen to them. But really, uh, it's all it's all up to me and uh, and to a little to a lesser extent to random chance. You know. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 from my understanding, you use a lot of like luck based illusions. You know, where it's yeah. like, oh, you're very lucky today, and, and there's there's zero luck. At the end of the day, you're totally in control. Is that right, Damon? Well, I mean, yeah, for the most part, you know, uh, I, I get to make all the decisions, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm in charge 100% and uh, run everyone through, and uh, they may feel like they have a, a hand in it, but really, they don't. Yeah, yeah. By that, do you mean they lose their hands? I mean, yeah, that's one That's one part of it. You know, they can have a hand in it, they can have a foot in it. Uh, oh. You know, if they're really, if really advanced uh, dungeoneering, they can have a head in it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, normally don't recommend that for first time or so. You probably get to that down the road, Chris. Yeah. So before we talk about this year's iteration of your, you know, ultimate dungeon, the Dungeatorium, uh, tell us about last year's version. You know, how what what made your dungeon stand out the most from previous other dungeons? I like to think that I separate myself by really paying attention and building a narrative throughout the dungeon. You know, mm-hmm. really starting off small and then building bigger and bigger, you know, where people think that they have a chance to to maybe survive or endure the dungeon, but in the end, uh, the dungeon master always wins. So it's about setting that appropriate pace uh, and uh, making sure that people uh, uh, think that they're going to get through it and escape, but you know, knowing in the end that it's it's all up to me. Uh, I see. The sense of false hope. Exactly. You nailed it. Yeah. You sure you haven't been to a dungeon before? Oh, no. I just, both on Earth and you know, here in hell, I've experienced it a lot. So. Yeah. From yeah. my understanding, Chris uh, once accidentally stumbled into a sex dungeon a different kind of dungeon, but yeah, uh, yeah, tell us about yeah. that experience, actually. Uh, well, it sounds pretty similar, actually, where where you have these um, expectations where things might go one way, but they, you know, in the end, it never goes the way you want. Um, you always kind of end up prematurely uh, mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the house always wins. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Damon, uh, do you ever throw in elements, you know, like uh, like a romance or something where that people can possibly pursue and then, you know, sure enough, whap, it's an enemy and then they, they, they kill the guy, anything like that? Oh, classic. We can have someone posing to be another person going through the dungeon, uh, you know, an ally of sorts, and then have them turn and stab him in the back at the very end. Mm. Little twist there, just keep them guessing. Uh, but yeah, classic, classic dungeoneering, classic misdirection. Uh, the romance angle as well. Oh. They never see that one coming. Everyone starts thinking with their heart, give them that extra hope that they might escape and get something else. Uh-uh. Uh, not gonna happen on my watch. Mm. Yeah. So what? What is it like at the end of the dungeon? Is it always just like to get out of hell, or sometimes is it like something that's gonna make hell? I don't know, a little better. Oh, you we've know, done like that a, one for sure. That's that's one of my favorites. To get out of hell dungeon, uh-huh. uh, that that never happens. By the way, just insider information. Uh, people think that really that they're gonna have a chance to get out of here and redeem themselves, uh, only to have uh, any possibility of that closing on them at the very final second. Oh, wow, man, classic. Yeah. Nothing better than that. Now, now, Chris, I want you to realize uh-huh. there is no chance. Okay. Even if he says, hey, you're going to go through a dungeon, and if you make it, you're going to get out of hell, okay? I want you to make a mental note right now uh-huh, to remember uh-huh. that, okay? Just for future reference, hashtag foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, well, I mean, I, I guess I would imagine the, the best version of that, though, is people don't even know that they're going into a dungeon, right? They just think that they found possibly a way out of hell, but they actually are going into a dungeon oh yeah we'll give them a little bit of uh you know what they think is an insider tip or a, uh, mm-hmm. a like a little mm-hmm. hack to get out uh like a, they've discovered something unknown uh when in reality it's all part of the plan yeah and uh th- those are also great that goes back into like raising expectations and false hope yeah and, uh all of that stuff oh man oh i love it it's the reason i get out of bed in the morning really you know it's what dungeoneering is all about and uh you know that's that's why we're coming together for dungeon fest 2021 yeah so you're a demon but like how did you get into this particular trade oh i worked in the finance industry on earth oh oh this is just kind of monotony <laughs> some boringness and then you're just like oh, i need to find a creative outlet and then and then this is that i just have a background in torturing people giving them the false hope that they'll be able to retire someday oh, or at least gotcha. on earth yeah. and, you know just yank it away at the last second you know oh market downturn uh, so uh you know i felt like uh dungeoneering wasn't that big of a step for me uh yeah, so uh gotcha. made, made, the, made the kind of a lateral move as it were yeah. yeah uniquely qualified for it got it uh so so tell me about some of your competition this year at dungeon fest you know, like what, who are you going up against and, and what kind of moves do they pull that you're going to try to, you know, counter their, their cool flashy dungeons? Well, you know, it's a, it's, it's, it's always a crapshoot. People are always thinking that they're going to come up with something better than me. And, uh, they, they never do, you know, people try to show up with the big flashy, uh, uh, showy dungeons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that's, that's not my style. I like playing it down, playing it subdued and, uh, and build. Like I said, you start off small and build. Everyone tries to, to blow their load way too early and, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's not my style at all. You know, we're going to continue doing the things that, uh, have worked for us in the past. Let's see classic tried and true methods. Oh yeah. You know, it works. You know, why, why reinvent the iron maiden? There's no point. <laughs> you, you know, you got, you, you got a box with spikes in it. It already kills people, uh, in a torturous manner. Yeah. Classic. You know, there's a reason that the classics have persisted for so long. Yeah. What it's about, I would assume is just finding new ways to use those classics and surprise People. Yeah, it's like a, it's like fusion food, right? You know, uh-huh. you wanna, you gotta, gotta combine a little bit of the new and a little bit of the old, and uh, and you'll you'll find something wonderful in the end. It's like a like a, a Korean street taco that uh, that kills you. Uh, <laughs> oh. In the end, it always gives you gas. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, tell us about some of the highlights from. Uh, your your previous dungeons, you know, like uh, specific puzzles or something that really just tripped up parties and 
you know, made them scratch their heads right before they got lobbed off. One of my favorites is showing them their loved ones still back on Earth, uh, making them think that they're just on the other side of a portal. Oh. Uh, you know, people are going to make their final run through and, and get through and then only to have it shut down at the very last second where uh, they're unable to make it through. Uh, it's one of my one of my personal favorites, you know, uh, oh. really, really raises the stakes, shows them something that they're that they're really wanting to achieve and get uh, only to have it uh, blow up in their own face. From, from my understanding, you're a master at manipulating the party uh, to to start infighting, you know, oh. uh, you have any examples of that where you've just made the whole group no like actual enemies that you've brought out it's just the, the the party kills itself oh the classic of course it's to, is to encourage them to split up you know mm. uh have them uh, go in different directions you know maybe it's a good idea if we attack this from different angles oh classic mistake yeah. you know that's a that's a hundred percent dungeon victory easy mm. yeah and it's so easy to do people are so gullible and stupid they're always wanting to they everyone thinks they they can make it on their own or they're gonna lead the way out and they're gonna they're gonna find something uh, when in reality, that's uh, the worst possible decision. Yeah. What about like interpersonal uh, conflict? How do you breed that? Oh, you know, when it comes to humans, they're pretty they're they're pretty straightforward. You know, uh, you you're gonna deal with some of the the baser instincts. You know, like uh, lust or jealousy. Uh, mm. It's kind of play into those things. Jealousy, especially, is a a really big one. Make them think that someone else has something they want, or uh, that if only they uh, they can. Do a little better than someone else that they can get something they can get ahead of them or get something before them oh uh it's so easy to, to get done uh lust of course you know get a get some succubuses down there uh, oh, of yeah. course. play into that just, uh, humans are, are, are pretty when it boils down to it they're pretty simple just a couple of buttons you got to push to to really get things going and of course i mean it goes without saying you know uh put people in the dungeon with their family oh man nobody knows how to push oh. each other's buttons like family Family's just a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Mm. One of the things that I, I, I think uh, you become famous for is uh, just the concept of nonsense puzzles that really lead nowhere, <laughs> but it makes the most uh, confident party leaders and party members really second-guess themselves, and, and that just cripples them. Can, can you tell us of an example of one of those puzzles? Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, for example, going through a maze with uh, hidden teleportation in it, mm -hmm. where people think that they're going to be smart, they're going to follow a wall, or whatever, you know, bullshit they've learned from mythology. Uh, but, you know, the thing they don't think about, teleportation. Get them, instantly teleport them back to another part of the maze. They never see it coming. No. Uh, another classic, it worked for me uh, recently, uh, sometimes people get too much into their own head, you know, sometimes all it takes is a simple door and people get so intimidated They don't know what to do uh, What how, how can a door stop people? Yeah, I think they get scared They don't want to touch it or they think that it's some kind of magic thing uh, And uh, they go the opposite direction when it's like oh they, you could have just gone right through the door and your goal was right on the other end But nope, they're too fearful because Again, humans are so simple and weak-minded. Yeah, I, I heard once you uh, you just had a button, just a simple button, nothing devious or awful about it. But the the party spent about five hours staring at the button, debating <laughs> on whether they should press the button, pressing the button, then taking their hand off the button, just all the all sorts yeah. of nonsense, making it seem scary. Put some timers or like a scary booming voice, you know, uh, just you know, playing to their instincts. In the in the end, uh, they're just simple monkey brains, you know, <laughs> and not much going on up there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
Have you ever put monkeys in your dungeons? Do you ever Ooh. use monkeys? Oh, monkeys are a tough one. Yeah, they end up throwing poop everywhere. Uh, it's uh, it's it's messy. Uh, we 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 had the the monkeys from the Wizard of Oz uh, oh. for a little while, uh, oh. but then they were they were uh, they were flying and throwing poop, and it was uh, oh. it was not good. Uh, uh, it, I mean, it was fine for me. I didn't have to clean it up, but you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was uh, it was not good for everyone else involved. Yeah, it was, so I guess it was like a little too much. You, you, you like controlled chaos, right? Right, controlled exactly. Evil. You and, understand. Well, I like monkeys, so you know. He does love it. monkeys. Yeah. Uh, how about how about you know party members? Have you ever had one that's kind of like trying to go on against the grain of the group, and he'll reach out to you directly to like fuck everybody else over for his own self interest? Anything like that happened in the past? Oh yeah, I, I honestly admire those guys. You know, they <laughs> they think they can cut a deal uh, with the devil, you know, so to speak, and uh, that's great because then you have an inside man, you know, working mm. against the party who uh, they trust. And, uh, you know, he's looking out for himself. He thinks he's going to get a little bit of extra favor in the end, but uh, he doesn't. Oh, no, he gets it worst of all. Yeah. Uh, that's what you get. You know, if someone can't be even be trusted with their own kind, how am I going to trust them? What angle do you think I'm looking at them from? Right, right. Uh, uh, hold, hold on just a second, guys. I'm really sorry. I, I'm getting a phone call from the contractors here working on oh, our, that's our, okay. our new installation uh -huh. for Dungeon Fest. Uh, hello? Yeah. No, no, the, the trapdoor's on the left. Uh, no, no, the other, the hinge. What do, you, what do you mean the trapdoor doesn't work? Oh, oh, that sounds bad. What? Oh, what? No, no, no. We got the the one in storage, the storage unit out back. They, we got a whole box of them. Contractors, am I right? Oh, geez. Well, well, he's taking that phone call. Uh, Damon, the Demon DM, is gonna step out, and uh, we're gonna talk about some of our sponsors. Go fast forward. This episode of Good Morning from Hell is brought to you by Popcorn and Shield. Before uh, before you even think about pressing that skip button, just hear me out. Go to the YouTube channel for Warner Brothers Entertainment, give it a follow, and listen to this show. It's a lot of fun. It's got three friends who've been given access to the Warner Brothers Entertainment Movie Vault, uh, and they get to talk about, you know, all their thoughts and feelings, good and bad, about these classic movies and movies from the past. Uh, it's got Funhouse's Elise Willems, it's got Achievement Hunters, Alfredo Diaz, and it's got Rooster Teeth's Blaine Gibson, whoever the fuck that is. They've also got uh, their friends uh, Kayla Milton, Jessica Vasami, and Noel Wiggins, and they've talked about everything. You know, they've talked about the Monsterverse, Kong vs. Godzilla, they talked about Mortal Kombat, oh, K Kano vs. Sonya Blade. Uh, they've talked about the, the true classic, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and how awful that movie is. Um, they've got episodes coming out about Batman the Animated Series, and they might have some special guests for that one. Um, and then they're also going to be talking about some 80s movies and maybe some horror movies. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a great show to listen to, you know, while you're cooking or just kind of chilling. Uh, so, yeah, go to the Warner Brothers Entertainment YouTube channel. Give it a follow and give uh, Popcorn and Shield a watch slash listen. Please, please. This episode is also brought to you by our good friends at HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouthwatering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. You can skip those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh offers 25 plus recipes to choose from each week, from vegetarian meals to craft burgers and extra special gourmet options. There's something for everyone to enjoy with all recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. HelloFresh has been named Newsweek's most trusted meal kit company of 2021 with over 4 million households being served. That's a lot of service. Um, this week, I recommend the plant-based protein Messy Janes with pickled onions, roasted potato wedgies, and lime aioli. Uh, Messy Janes, that's, that's like Sloppy Joe's, but better and probably a lot more healthy. 
So you're probably thinking, Clayton, how do I get on this deal? How do I, how do I get some free HelloFresh? Well, you go to HelloFresh.com slash GoodMorning12 and use code GoodMorning12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's right. All you got to do is go to HelloFresh.com slash GoodMorning12 and use code GoodMorning12, all one word, for 12 free meals, including free shipping. So yeah, thank you, HelloFresh, and thank you, Popcorn and Shield, uh, for sponsoring these this, this year uh, Hell Show. And it looks like uh, looks like Damon's actually uh, handling the situation. Things are things are settling down uh, with his contractor. I don't care how you get it done. Just get it done, or it's your ass. Sorry, guys. No, no all good. Uh, Some, yeah, sounds yeah. like that yeah. was a productive phone call. Oh yeah, they're gonna get it fixed. Don't worry about it. Yeah, they're good guys. Yeah. So you, you, I'm, I'm imagining they're setting up some big elaborate trap for your uh, for your next dungeon. Yeah, you know we gotta we gotta show off here at the at the festival coming up in a couple of weeks. We're uh, gotta start doing our dry runs here pretty soon. Got some people we're gonna run through. So we gotta get it done now. That way we can do some tests, make sure everything's ready for uh, for the big show. You know, a lot goes into it. Yeah. I mean, I, the, the last thing that you want as a dungeon master is for a party to just deviate from your plan. I'm imagining has it has it ever happened in the past and. and how did you handle that? Everyone wants to try to do things their way. They think uh, that they're so smart and original. But uh, all we got to do is, you know, if they try to deviate, we just uh, throw one of our, our ready-made dungeons in their way. Oh, I see. And it's not ideal at all, you know. Uh, ready-made, it's kind of generic. Uh, it's not tailored to the individual. But we can use it to kind of turn them back onto the mm. main path that we want them to do. So it's kind of just like, you know, putting a few steps in front of them, make them think that uh, they're doing something original and just kind of circle them back into the, to the main dungeon. Uh, alternatively, uh, insta-death, you know? They, they go against your, your command and then you just like, oh, you fall into a never-ending pit and die. Mm. That, I mean, that's true. We can, we can definitely do that. We have done that in the past, you know. I like trying to draw it out a little longer, make it a little more fun for me, but, you know, if they're, if they're annoying, if they're trying to go against me, yeah, insta-death. Easy. So, wait, you think the never-ending pit it needs to be drawn out? It's, it's too short? Drawn out for me? I want to I wanna, I wanna have some fun with it, too, you know? Oh. You know once, they, once they're in the pit, then, you know, what are you going to do? They're just going to fall for an eternity. Wow. I'm sure it's fun for them, but it's not so much fun for me. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, you know, uh, quick aside, how do, how do never-ending pits work, I wonder? Like, when you're falling down one, do you, do you fall asleep ever? I'm sure you're just falling forever. Like, do you get comfortable enough that you just need to sleep? Do you ever wonder about that? Yeah, I guess, you know, you probably get used to it, right? You know, it's like like white mm -hmm. noise almost, or, you know, it's like, oh, I'm just falling forever. Might as well take a quick nap. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Damon, you mentioned the illusion of chance uh, earlier. Uh, how, how do you kind of determine how someone's uh, chance plays out? You know, do you have like a like a system for that? Oh yeah, that's a, that's a really great thing. Is sometimes if I uh, can't make a decision. I'll just roll some dice. Oh. All, di all different kinds, you know. It's like, oh, I've got, you know, 20 different possibilities here, but, you know, they're all really good. Can't pick one. Uh, just toss a die on my desk and be like, ah, there we go. Instant success. Okay. Uh, and then sometimes, you know, if I want, I'll even uh, give the people in the dungeon uh, a die to roll. Make them think that they have a, uh, their own chance or that their fate's in their own hands. And uh, really, it's, mm -hmm. it's up to me. Uh, here, you want to give us an example, Chris? Here, t uh, uh, take one of these die. G give us a little uh, roll. Give us, give us a little okay. example here. All right. Well, what am I, what am I rolling for? Well, you're going to roll to see how much of a discount you're going to get for your Dungeon Fest 2021 pass. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Chris is rolling his D20. Here we go. Uh, oh, uh, 17. That's 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 pretty good. It's not a bad roll. That's really good. You're only going to pay 17% uh, more for your ticket to Dungeon Fest 2021. Oh. Oh. Yeah, you didn't know what you were rolling for. Uh, yeah. See, a little misdirect. Yeah. A little, uh, little, little, little sneaky. Well, th this uh, this seems like fun. I I'd like to roll one if you, if you wouldn't mind, Damon. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Go okay. uh, give that a roll. All right, here we go. Rolling in. Uh, show me the money. Chris, blow my die. Don't blow my die. Your breast stinks. Roll. Ooh. 
Oh, looks like I got a one. <laughs> that's that's the worst, isn't it? That's is, is that the worst? Oh, wow, that's actually excellent. You're going to be first in line to try out uh, all the new exhibits at Dungeon Fest. Oh, look at that. N number one in line. Amazing. Oh. Only a one in 20 <laughs> chance of that happening. Wow, that's great. Oh. Can I try one more time? Can I just? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We got, uh, got, uh, got plenty of die here. Here, try this one. This is one of my favorites. And, uh, uh, oh, look at, there's a one. Oh, um, uh, that, that, that's actually not very good for this roll. You want to get, try giving another roll? Just to see if you do any better. Uh, here, just try, just try it again. You don't want a one. Trust me. You do not want a one here. Try, try okay. again. Okay. All right. All right. Let me uh, what the? Oh, man. Another one. Again. How, how did that happen? Here, go again. That, I don't know how that okay. happened. Okay. <laughs> wow. What, again? Folks, one again. That's the kind of trickery that uh, that I'm really into. Take a look. Take a closer look at that die, Chris. Oh, yeah. tricky. It looks like a normal die, but when you set it down, it's always land. It's always a one. Yeah, perfect. It's just one in different languages and different ways of writing one. Yeah, yeah. that's one of my favorites. Get it? <laughs> a little uh, little dungeon master joke. Uh, there a little for you. DM humor. Yeah. The, the kind of humor you can expect. Oh, that's great yeah. stuff. Great stuff. Uh, so, you, you know, whatever you're having these uh, long sessions, you know, people going through your dungeons, uh, you know, I'm sure you get thirsty. I'm sure you get hungry. You know, what kind of stuff do you do to, to keep yourself satiated while this is happening? Oh, you know, when you're uh, running a dungeon, it's nothing better than a tall, cool glass of Mountain Brew. Uh, uh, <laughs> Mountain Brew? Mountain Brew, my favorite, uh, my favorite, favorite drink to enjoy while uh, dungeoneering. It's like a lime green concoction that just makes you jittery as hell and you also just constantly need to pee. It's just what, like, comes from a mountain, I assume, but like, how? Uh, well, it, it runs down the mountainside and then uh, it's just collected at the base of the mountain when it falls off, uh, falls off a cliff. Yeah. Uh, Classic so mountain brew. Ah, I could go for some right now. Uh, so it's just tr dirt and I assume feces and- Jay, well, it doesn't sound good when you put it that way. Okay. Well, okay. Trust me, Chris, Mountain Brew's delicious. Maybe someday I'll let you have some. You're missing out. Uh, what, what about snacks? I mean, do you have any, like, fun oh. snacks, go-tos? Oh, nothing goes better with uh, Mountain Brew than burritos. Oh. You know, the the, the bored insides of uh, of skulls. Oh. oh. Mm. 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 Nice and crispy. Delicious. I love the crunch. Mm. Yeah, skulls. Skulls. Yeah, yeah. I love Pooh Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on. I just got a, a t text message. Uh, oh, is it contractors oh, again, or what is it? No, no. It looks like uh, I'm going to have uh, some folks running through one of my other dungeons right now. Oh. Uh, I gotta, I gotta take a look. We're, we're, we're doing some beta testing right now. Oh. Yeah. Do you, do you mind if we, uh, if we watch, get a little behind the scenes look at uh, how a dungeon master, you know, takes care of parties? Oh no, not at all. You can. Uh, I'm more than happy to, to share with you guys. Oh, this is great, Chris. You pay attention to this because it might be useful uh -huh. information in the future. All right. Hint. Okay. So, all right. Looks like we got a party of uh, how many people is that? Uh, there's four here right now. Four, four unfortunate souls. Oh, unfortunate. Yeah. It looks like they got a no. bard. Oh, that's a bad choice. Yeah. That's uh, that's that's Eddie Van Halen. Ooh. Oh. oh. Oh, interesting. Uh, who else do we got here? Uh, looks like we got a, a cleric. Uh, he was a, a priest in uh, on oh. Earth. I'm sure. Uh -huh. uh, I'm sure you can guess why he's down here, though. Oh yeah, it's uh, oh. not that hard to decide for what what that guy's doing yeah. over here. Uh, let me see. Yeah. Got a, a druid. What is a druid? Huh. Oh, on Earth they call those guys furries. Oh, oh, I, uh, yeah, I didn't see yeah, it through the costume. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, see, he's uh, shape changing. Got it. And then uh, who's that? That big one. Oh, that's a fighter. He was uh, previously an MMA fighter on Earth. Oh. Uh, uh, you know, ultimate fighting kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Looks like that guy's only going to be good at, like, one-armed combat. Ew, that's going to be bad for the party. This is not a good team comp, I got to say. Oh, no, they're, they're going to get destroyed out there. It's going to be great. Yeah. 
So uh, all right, so they're they're entering the dungeon. Uh, what, what's gonna what are you what are you gonna throw it their way? Uh, well, let's see. First of all, it looks like they're doing what I said earlier. They're gonna try to follow one wall. They're going on the left. Uh, gonna start them off easy, you know. Gonna drop a few cobalts in there, give them uh, some chance at beating those. And what's a cobalt? It's like a little goblet. They're real small. Okay. And, uh, usually real pushover. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, it looks like the fighter's taking care of that one. Oh, handedly. They, they, these guys aren't as bad as I thought. Eddie, Eddie, just like man, he just. Put an axe through them. By axe, I mean his guitar. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. You see, even you guys are falling for it. That false sense of security. That false sense of hope. Oh, I see. Yeah, they're all high-fiving each other. Look at that. Oh, they think they're hot shit. Just wait till they encounter my giant vat of hot shit. Oh, wait. <laughs> what? Yeah, we'll toss that on him right now. Oh, uh oh. 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 Looks like, oh, it, it's boiling him. Uh, that's really hot that, Yeah, that cleric is not taking that hot shit well. <laughs> See, that's the kind of stuff you gotta think. On the fly, right there. Just came up with that off the cuff. That's great. Looks like the cleric is down, though. We'll ratchet it up quite a bit. Uh, we'll, we'll go with a classic from the old, uh, old playbook here. We'll give him a, a minotaur to face off against. Okay, minotaur. Pretty standard enemy type. Uh, any, any, yeah. any unique twists or turns on this guy? This minotaur's got anger management issues. Mm. But but don't all minotaurs have anger management issues? Or how angry do you have to be to be, have anger management issues as a minotaur? He's got daddy issues. It's uh, it's oh, really uncomfortable. Oh. You, yeah, you don't yeah. force me to reckon with. Yeah. Looks like the uh, the druid is trying to use his, his animal handling uh, to, to kind of approach the, the, the furry, rather. It looks like he's trying to reason with the Minotaur. Oh, when he, when when this Minotaur's in a mood, there's no reasoning with him. You just got to let him go. This is a classic mistake here. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's picking him up. Oh, well, there goes his handling. It's hands, his hands are yeah. off. Yeah. Off, yeah. yeah. Mm, perfect. Wow, the Druid's not having a good time. Oh, and... Uh, the Minotaurs uh, removing that fursuit, quite literally, and oh. he is wearing the druid as a fur coat. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Right, well, yeah. dang. Oh. Even, even I didn't expect that one. <laughs> so it looks like they're down a druid and a cleric. Uh, all they got left is uh, a bard and the fighter. So Eddie Van Halen and the MMA fighter. What what do you got next for those guys? Uh, neither of these guys looks like they're particularly smart. So let's, uh, let's give them a, a mental puzzle here. We'll give them a room filled with runes that they don't understand and as well, we'll toss it an exit sign. So in this room, I'm imagining that there's some sort of puzzle that they need to solve in order to then go through the exit sign safely. Is that correct? Oh, no, they can just walk out the exit. This is this is actually an exit. Oh. Oh. But if I know them, if I know these guys, they're going to overthink it and they're going to think that it's a trap. Wow. So, oh, it looks yeah. like you're, uh, you're, you're adding a ticking clock. Are those spikes coming down from the ceiling? Yeah, ever so slowly. They won't notice it at first. Uh, by the time they look up and realize what's going on, it'll be too late. I see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks like they're trying to match up the runes. How do they match up? Uh, normally, you're right. You do match them up. But I unplugged the rune translator this morning. So that's oh. actually not even hooked up to anything uh, right I now. See. They're just wasting oh. their time. Looks like the bard, uh, Eddie Van Halen, is trying to play some sort of tune because he thinks these are musical notes. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that's, that I mean, sat. Yeah. That just sounds like a commercial, like a jingle or something like that. Wow. It's, it's crazy how someone as uh, talented as Van Halen can just end up sounding like stock music. Yeah, weird. Under pressure. Yeah. All right, looks like the uh, the MMA fighter has found some sort of overturned chair, and he's trying to, like, look uh, for some sort of puzzle piece. Is there... Is that, does that chair have any significance? No, it's uh, just a random prop that we put out there. Sometimes we'll tape a key to the bottom of the chair to make them think that they found something. Uh, but in this case, no, it's just a random chair that's just sitting there. Yeah, he's still staring at it. I mean, he's really he's really getting into that chair, and he I, he's convinced he's trying to align it with certain runes and certain doors, and it's just not working out for him. Yeah, it's just a chair. Yeah, I think years of getting hit in the head have really affected that guy. Yeah, probably. Yeah. 
Oh, well, well, now he's picked up. He's just hitting Van Halen with the chair. That's what happens. They'll they'll turn on each other. Classic yeah. party strife. And that's not even legal in MMA. They're only they're not supposed. To, this isn't you know. Yeah, these aren't world wrestling rules. Okay. Oh. Yeah. And ooh, looks like those spikes finally came down all the way. Yeah. That's the end of those two. Yeah. Geez. Yeah, that was pretty quick, pretty straightforward. Nah, nothing special there. Wow. Love watching a master do his work. That's a, a dungeon master do his work. That's great. Uh, thank you. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, Chris, uh, you feel like you learned anything from that, from watching that? Yeah, I mean, it's it seems pretty, I mean, it seems like they were making all the wrong choices. They seem obvious when I'm watching it, you know, like, it's, yeah. So it seems like the kind of thing you want to do, right? Let's uh, let's go ahead and send you down there. Let's give you a shot. Oh, Chris, what an honor. No. Well, here, here, hold on. Before we go, why don't you select uh, select your class, select some armor. We got all sorts of things over here. Uh, what are you going to go with, Chris? What about this shield? This shield looks oh, nice. Oh, nice. Ooh. Uh, oh, Chris, sorry, you're really weak. Looks like you have a not a lot of strength. You're you're very encumbered right now, so you're going to have to drop yeah, all that. Yeah, that's just the shield, though. Yeah, actually, you're going to have to lose that armor, too. Yeah, for some reason, you're still encumbered. I think you got to take off your shirt and your I, pants. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. How am I still... Like, why am I weighed down? I don't know. I'm only wearing socks. I don't know. You got to take those socks off. Uh, All right. Oh, there you go. You're, you look like you're, you're able to take it on. Uh, how about a weapon? You want to pick out a, a weapon real quick? Uh, yeah, yeah. What, what, what is there to pick There's all from? sorts of stuff. There's axes, long bows, long swords. Here, you can use this dagger. It's uh, it's great. This is a stick. No, no, no. It's, uh, hey, hey, Damon, it, isn't that the, the magic dagger of... Shalomalon? Oh, yeah, the magic dagger of Shalomalon. Yeah. It's a very powerful artifact. Yeah, very ancient uh, weapon. Very good. Very high power. Yeah. A druidic weapon. Yes. It looks like a stick. No, that's the ancient dagger of Shalomalon. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. I guess, I'm, I guess I'm equipped. All right. Well. You're ready. Look at you. You're all set. Yeah. Uh, right. Ready as you're going to be. Yeah. What a hero. All right. Get out there, Chris. We'll, we'll be watching. We'll be cheering you on. Hey, and Chris, guess what? If you make it through this dungeon... You get to go back to Earth. You just got to get through that exit sign. No, because you already said that there was no hope. Oh, no. I mean, Damon, tell the guy. I mean, right? He, he can get out of hell. 100%. Uh, Wait, there's a fast track out of hell in here. You promise? Yo, yeah, for sure. I mean, normally we say, no, there's no way. But Chris, I mean, this is this is it. I, I This is why I brought him on, so that he could get you out of hell. This is entertainment. This is what people tune into podcasts for, right? Yeah. Yeah. We, okay. We need, all right. We need stakes, and you know, if you make it through, podcast is over. You're back on Earth. Things are things are great. So yeah. Well, and I do have this magic uh, Yamanon thing. That's right. The, the so, dagger of Shalamalon. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm ready. All right. Go get him, champ. Get out there. Ha ha. All right. Uh, okay, looks like he bought it, Damon. Uh, all right, what do you got? What do you got in store for Chris? Oh, we're gonna. This is one of my most devious creations ever. Every piece of this dungeon has been perfectly crafted specifically for Chris. Oh wow! Uh, I've spent so much time. I've been listening to the podcast forever. Done all my research. I've uh, spent weeks putting this together just to just to torment Chris specifically. Just fine-tuned it to to Chris's every fear and and everything. I mean, uh, he's got. Looks like you have so many enemies just in the queue waiting to go, but like, oh wow, this is this is it's intense. It's a massive creation. It's a, uh, it's taken us weeks to put together. This might be your best work yet. Okay, well, it looks like he's entering the dungeon. Um, all right, well, what's, what's what's happening? All right, he's uh, stepping up to the dungeon. All he's got to do is go through the door here. 
uh, to get we're gonna get underway. I hope we have enough time to get through all of yeah, these. Yeah, it's a lot of and, stuff. What's uh, on the other side of that door, by the way? Immediately on the other side of the door is uh, Chris's uh, undead family. Oh wow, you're you're really not pulling the punches. I mean, right from the get go. Yeah, right, right for the gut. He's grabbing the door and it's fallen off the hinges and it crushed him. Wait, are you serious? He's that's not even part of the dungeon. How did he do that? He. He broke the game. He broke the dungeon. He squished. He he's not supposed to be squished. Did he? I mean, was that like a was that like a, just a bad roll? I mean, did he does he just have really low stats and he's just got bad door opening skill? I think I've got a bad contractor. Oh no, that's awful. Well, um, that's okay. He had no chance of getting out, like we were talking about earlier. We we spent so long working on that though. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sorry, Damon, the demon DM. Uh, well, hey, anyways, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, super excited to see your work at Dungeon Fest. Uh, yeah, man. All right. Good luck out there this year. Hail Clayton. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of Good Morning from Hell. This week, we had our old friend Gus Searle on. Gus, thanks for joining us again. Thank you. Uh, it's always yeah. fun. And uh, there's, you, we were at a special Dungeon Master because you actually are in real life. Our dungeon master, That's right? Yeah, like a D and D style one, not like uh, <laughs> yeah. like dungeon. Like you, I'm not actually yeah. running Chris and Blaine through uh, 86 dungeons or anything. Not yet. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, you know, we haven't in a year. It's been COVID. You know. Yeah. Right. Uh, We've all been in our own yeah. separate dungeons at home. Yeah. We got a Dungeons Dragons podcast called Tales from the Stinky Dragon. It's uh, we have the trailer out uh, available now, and the first episode comes out May 4th. You can listen to it wherever you get podcasts. Or search for Tales from the Stinky Dragon, and I guarantee you, we're going to be the only one. <laughs> So if, if you've never listened to a D&D style podcast, I mean, it's, you don't really need to know anything about D&D. Um, it's, it's really just like storytelling. Um, I mean, it's, we're playing characters and, and Gus is kind of like our story master guiding us through it. It's very fun. Yes. For all three people who do not know what Dungeons and Dragons is, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a great time. But no, but real talk, uh, this is a great jumping on point. We just wrapped up a pretty lengthy campaign. And uh, yeah, we're starting from scratch, new characters. We are bringing in the experience from the old campaign into this one. And I, we've already done a couple episodes and it feels awesome. It's, it's so fun. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I really like our characters. And if you like this kind of show where it's like improv, role play, comedy with characters, I mean, it's the perfect show you should listen to. And it's got uh, the three of us and then Barbara Dunkelman, who has come on many times as Gambo, and John Reisinger, who's also come on as a fawn. The uh, Fawn Reisinger. Uh, Fawn Reisinger. Sweet. Well, uh, thanks for being on again, Gus. Thank you. Yeah. So go go look for Tales from the Stinky Dragon right now. Listen, subscribe. Yeah.